This is a shock podcast. Shock. Films. They usually tell a lot more than what you see and hear on screen. Have you ever overanalyzed a film and compared it with another just because you think they can actually be better? Here on Unraveling Film Rules, I'm your host, Izvin. We will analyze two films per episode. Films that come from the same genre, have the same category, yet they're so different but still similar. Are award-winning films really award-worthy or they don't actually live up to the hype when you watch it? For moviegoers and cinephiles, this is a podcast for you. Welcome to Unraveling Film Rolls. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unraveling Film Rolls. My name is Izwin. I'm your host. We're back with another episode analyzing two films. And this week we are going to look into noir films. In university, I actually had the opportunity to take a short course in studying films and actually look into noir films. And one of the films I'm going to talk to you about today is Blade Runner. And I was able to actually analyze a little bit of it in this podcast, though I'm not going to get too technical into the noir details. I'm just going to compare a little bit with the other film, the other film that we're going to talk about in this episode. The Zodiac film compared to like the classic films aren't really like noir noir. It's considered neo noir, unlike like the big sleep and chinatown so this will be a pretty interesting podcast because i don't think a lot of people have talked about zodiac that much at least not in my personal experience not a lot of people know about the film at least for me but blade runner of course um it had another version that came out in 2017 if i'm not mistaken it's titled blade runner 2049 i haven't watched the film yet just because i'm like uh i'm i'm, I'm still not ready <laughs> But this is a film podcast and then I'm a film podcaster now. So I need to watch it at some point and I'm sure I will. So let's get straight into it. So the first film we're going to talk about, um, I'm just going to give a brief overview of what Blade Runner is if you haven't heard about it. So Blade Runner was actually released in 1982. It is a sci-fi film directed by the amazing Scott Ridley. That film was actually based on a book by Philip D.K. The book title is actually Do Android Sleep of Electric Sheep, which I've always thought is a pretty cool title. Um, the film is set in a dystopian future of Los Angeles in the year of 2019. If you've watched the film, you know that that's not the reality that we lived in in 2019 or currently, where synthetic humans that are known as replicants are bioengineered by tyrell corporation to work on space colonies then in the story a group of advanced replicants led by roy escapes back to earth and a cop rick record whom is played by harrison ford reluctantly agrees to hunt them down so the film was actually very heavily criticized when it first came out however now it's considered one of the greatest sci-fi film of all time which i think is pretty cool it eventually became a cult classic with another blade runner film that came out in 2017 another blade runner universe in anime series that was released in 2021 so this film actually has had seven different versions due to controversial changes that was requested by the studio executives the film is a prime example Example for neo noir cinema and has the foundational work for cyberpunk genres. So 
if you enjoy new noir films now and cyberpunk themed films TV shows you can thank Blade Runner the one that came in 1982 so the next film we're gonna look into is at the Zodiac the Zodiac is a 2007 new noir film that tells the story of the manhunt for the Zodiac killer and it is based on the non-fiction book um, Zodiac and Zodiac Unmasked so the plot for the film is the manhunt of the serial murderer Zodiac the serial murderer Zodiac killer that terrorized San Francisco Bay Area during the late 1960s and early 1970s the killer taunt the police with letters bloodstained clothes and ciphers mailed to newspapers company to figure out what they mean <laughs> it is still one of the most infamous unsolved crime and despite all the clues that the zodiac killer has given to authorities as well as newspaper companies so during the film um the producers actually spent about 18 months conducting their own investigation into the zodiac murders just because they want to make it as authentic as possible and find as many information as they can their cast consisted of jake gyllenhaal mark ruffalo and robert downey jr for the film itself the principal photography for zodiac um, they actually used mainly digital film the film itself was edited on final cut pro which is a mac app if i'm not mistaken that people usually use to edit like youtube videos and now we use like you know CapCut. but back then uh using final cut pro x is like why right um however sometimes they actually use traditional high-speed film cameras especially for the slow motion murder sequences and the scenes in a film uh, sometimes takes about 70 take to get a lot of the cast weren't happy about it but i think it was mark ruffalo that said that you know it's just the art it's just how the director wanted to so to do, they just need to follow instructions basically if you've watched blade runner they had a machine created to detect if the person they're talking to is actually or like interacting with or friends with is actually a replicant or human because you can't distinguish between both of them so in the film they invented a machine called the void camp machine to, it's fictional it's not real however for there's also another tell that you can see if there's replicant or or human it's through their eyes so for shooting that those scenes in particular it's a pretty complicated process which i'm not gonna go into i'm not i'm not a technical photography girl but um the simplest way for me to explain it is they did it by reflecting a special mirror that they invented in real life through the actor's eye or known as the chiffon i don't know how to say that but yeah they created a mirror specifically for that and i and i think that's pretty cool for the film the music and the audio so Blade Runner actually had an album that was released like about a decade later. They had really popular soundtrack and because of that there was a lot of bootleg versions that went around and people were selling it because you know it's a pretty popular film as well as a pretty popular soundtrack score. The composer for the film Vangelis actually used synthesizer for the film and which is at the time not not uncommon however now I think to make like something some more like futuristic or spacey it's more common and all audio in the films they're kind of intertwined with each other it's because when we watch it we don't really know whether they're actually the music itself is it the audio is it the background noise or is it actually just sound from an object like they do it on purpose to make it sound continuous 
interlinked to play around with what we're seeing and then back to the synthesizer so the synthesizer were mainly used to make audience think to themselves hmm when does the music end and when does real world actually begin we wouldn't know it just goes back to the fact that they're just trying to mask the sound make it sound interlinked as much as they can and also there was a lot of reverb used in the film to create a dreamlike vibe which I think you can see and detect when you're watching it. The Zodiac film, on the other hand, it is a heavy film. So there wasn't really much that I can talk about the audio. However, I think in the beginning, they didn't really want to get a composer, but eventually did to compose about 20 minutes of audio for the film. It incorporated textures of Charles Eve's piece called The Unanswered Question and some music from David Slive or sleeve um, the conversation throughout the film they ended up making about 20 different tones with just the combination of those two scores to get different signs of um, the Zodiac Killer kind of clues and they're never repeated but they are manipulated um, throughout the film so the noir elements of Blade Runner and Zodiac here's the thing about Blade Runner there's a lot that you can go online and so many books that have been made about the film itself and like their themes and their meaning behind every single element that happened in the film and i you know i never realized how big it is in pop culture until i'm like really reading for this podcast however if you're curious and you want to know more about how noir is like you don't want to watch those like classic noir films maybe you could start with Blade Runner and so the first telltale sign that it's a noir film even though it's a new noir is the detective storyline of Harrison Ford doing his detective work in this film there's a futuristic setting the sign of an urban decay city like of Los Angeles and there's also the element of a class divide with high crime rate and ominous skyscrapers in the film there's a femme fatale which is rachel and to make it not really classic noir they got an android a replicant to play the character for a femme fatale um her name is rachel in the film another sign that makes it a noir film is that it had questionable ethics the detective the hero had questionable ethics which is kind of similar in zodiac if you remember if any of you have watched both the journalists you know his job isn't really to investigate the murder of zodiac killers but he end up you know really getting sucked into it the outcome really isn't that good for him it's a noir trope that i don't like seeing on screen another thing that makes it noir is that it had sharp lighting and lights um, coming through the blinds but for the film blade runner they use neon lights instead of a, like white light or like warm light just to give the neo noir difference and lastly for blade runner there is an ambiguous ending dun 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 like, like noir films if there's like you're just not ha- they don't have a happy ending basically that's what happened the ambiguous ending for the film there isn't really much closure for uh deckard and rachel's love and at the end of the film deckard kind of like questions whether he's actually human or is he not so that's really not a good sign is it it's not a good it's not a good ending for him or anyone (laughs) um so for the zodiac film again it's similar there's an ambiguous ending but then it's an unsolved murder there can't be an ending 
they they hinted like this is this could possibly be the killer however we don't know who's the killer is actually in real life right so they can't actually do it so they can't actually have a real ending but the journalist who is played by Jake Gyllenhaal became so crazy which is similar for Harrison Ford and Blade Runner as well both of them just kind of end up kind of like questioning everything right confused and not in the better position when they started um for zodiac it's a little bit different for the detective trope instead of the actual detective i mean there was a de- is a murder serial killer film um but instead of the detective being doing actual uh, detective work the journalist was shown to do more detective work and that's the big trope in the film i remember there's like some scenes with like trench coats and i cannot on top of my head remember if there's like smoking scenes in it it's definitely more noir film just because of the lighting and the color choices for their clothes and the settings as well there's the element of crime living in a city of crime similar to Blade Runner where there's this high crime rate but instead of like super high crime rate of like random things it's just um it's just a killer going around killing people um I make it sound like it's okay it's not okay <laughs> so for so accolades for those two films Blade Runner didn't do really well at its time they didn't win any Golden Globe or Oscars however they did win Best Cinematography and Production Design at the BAFTAs and Zodiac Film either they didn't win major awards the only award they won actually is Best Director during the Dublin Film Critics which film deserves more recognition I mean I think I've always kind of like supported the underdog throughout this podcast series however Blade Runner is a cult classic and I remember watching that film for the first time and just being in awe like it is still relevant today if you watch it today right now right after you listen to this podcast the Blade Runner just feels like it's modern even though it came out in the 80s you cannot really see the boundary between real world and cgi or visual effects which for me i was mind blown by it and i remember watching the film and being so confused by the audio but after like i was doing my research for this you know they did it on purpose there's always like echo which is just the reverb and the purpose is just to make us question kind of like you know they look real however it's a dystopian future it's not real it's a dream it or possibly it could be a dream for Descartes right we wouldn't know unless you think so if you think so it's a possibility and Blade Runner is also one of those most talked about analyzed film on earth there's so many books released talking about how they've shot it they've edited it the photography the acting the script their music like it definitely lives up to the hype as well whereas Zodiac film I think it just kind of when it first came out it just didn't really enticed a lot of people for me uh, the only reason why I watched it is because I am a true crime lover for example the Boston Strangler loved that film when it came out and when I watched it I only watched it because of that literally just a thriller gal if I wasn't which I know a lot of people aren't then it just kind of exists in the background it's nothing special it didn't create much impact in the world or the community and for me the film that has left deep emotions and made me think critically was Blade Runner as mentioned like there's so many that you can pick and analyze and that's you know if I were to re-watch the film again and understand every single choices that they've made there's so many things that you can unpack there 
And because of that, I think that film has left like people that le- left a bigger impact on people. In addition, it also makes us be more wary about our future and the, our use of AI and technology. It's kind of our reality now. And I tackled this in a previous podcast when I was talking about her. Again, it's um, it's interesting how something that was made in the 80s is still relevant now which makes us think about our decisions and how we use technology even though blade runner at the time didn't win that many awards and here's the thing if it comes out today this year i think it's gonna sweep the oscars it's gonna win best score it's gonna win best director obviously it's ridley scott i don't know if harrison ford might win best actor i think he was okay harrison ford is an okay actor he's good looking now and he was also very good looking when he was really young other than that he's not really a memorable actor um whereas the zodiac film it's okay it's fine like there's nothing much to talk about other than it's a really good thriller i remember watching zodiac and thinking oh this is fine and then slowly and gradually become scared for my life i was actually scared for like half a day after i watched the zodiac film I think it's pretty smart i don't know how they've managed to do that i think it's just you know it's in the script it's in how they play with audio and how they play with sound and how they play with the set and the acting there's very much a sense of like always being wary and that's also a noir trope which i've missed out on is the idea that you're always kind of like on your toes you're always worried that something's gonna happen and that's how i felt watching it and the fact that the film can replicate that through the screen say something about how well it was thought out by the producers as well as the director and that's it folks thank you so much for listening to this podcast this episode we analyzed two films the 1982 version of blade runner and the 2007 film zodiac thank you so much for listening to this episode continue listening to shop podcast on the shop app and you will hear from me again in the next episode